Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Just a quick note before we get started that this episode is part of our Blast from the Past series where we spotlight one of the amazing members of the LA Tech ecosystem from our archive. And if you're a new listener or you're just looking for more great LA Tech content, dig into the back catalog. There are literally hundreds of conversations to choose from. Enjoy the episode. People all over the world right now are getting increasingly frustrated with the fact that their only entertainment options are on their phone or maybe on their computers or consoles at home. They want to go out. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. We could not do this without the community believing in our vision together. We Are LA Tech is independently funded, funded by you, the community. So to support We Are LA Tech, go to patreon.com slash Tech. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash we are L-A tech. Hey, everyone. My name is Z Holly, guest hosting for Esprit Devora on the We Are L-A tech podcast. And today we have a really fun company for our startup spotlight. Eric Gradman is the founder of 2-Bit Circus. And gosh, Circus, what is that? Tell us a little bit about the company. So that is a really complicated story because both myself and my co-founder Brent Bushnell are both trained clowns. We love being on stage, but that's not what we're doing. We are building a high-tech amusement park right here in downtown Los Angeles. And the aesthetic of this place is informed both by high-tech and by something we both love, which is classic circus and carnival. Awesome. Well, what inspired you to start it besides your love for the circus and the carnival? Once upon a time, uh, Brent and I both had perfectly normal jobs. Uh, I was building robots for the military, and he was starting a high-tech restaurant. And we were both a little dissatisfied with what we were spending our time on at our respective workplaces. And we came together and started building high tech stuff. At first it was, it was interactive art. This is about 10 years ago. And over the years, uh, you know, the directions we've taken, this has evolved for a while. We were, we were building high tech stuff and bringing it to other people's parties and events. Then we started our own high tech carnival, the steam carnival, which toured for many years. And after a while we realized that, what we really wanted to do was bring high-tech social entertainment to the entire world, open all the time, a place where you could just show up, walk in, play crazy games, get served a drink by a robot bartender, and have a good time with your friends. Where is it? Can somebody go there right now? So we are going to be opening up our first micro amusement park in downtown Los Angeles this summer. It's happening really soon, and it's happening only a couple blocks from where we're standing in the Arts District in downtown. And how many employees do you have that's bringing this to a reality? So Tubit Circus is currently about 30, some number of employees about that much. (laughs) Here's the crazy thing. To open up a running amusement park, we are about to bring on a hundred more people. Oh my God. blows my mind. That's crazy. How how are you, how is that, how does that feel? What are you actually doing in order to become proficient at hiring and managing all these people? Step one, hire talented HR people. (laughs) We know how to hire engineers. We've been hiring engineers for years. We've been building stuff for a long time. But if you're going to have a company like this, 
you need to have talented people in all the sort of standard roles, finance, HR, things, you know, uh, managers. These are the sorts of people who you need to run a micro amusement park. What's the key to scaling this idea? Because you just started with individual one-off projects, right? For, for big uh, Fortune 500 companies, et cetera. But now you're creating an amusement park that you're replicating in other cities, right? So what, what's the key to scaling this? The key to scaling an idea like this is to work with people who have done it before. And we are really fortunate to have Kim Schaefer, who, uh, who is responsible for Great Wolf Lodge, a very successful uh, a very successful hotel chain for kids with a water park in every single one. And, uh, and she has really, really transformed this company and made it possible for us to take our high tech and her operations know-how and bring it to life. What's your business model? Well, we're opening up micro amusement parks and people are going to show up and they're going to pay for games and they're going to pay for food and they're going to pay for drinks. And there is a, an interactive theater in there where you can go see a crazy high tech game show where everyone at every table can interact. There, there are so many different ways to get people in the door, keep them there and show them a great time. So when you're pitching to investors, one of the things I always want to hear about is what's your competition. So in this case, what is your competition? Well, look, first of all, I'm not the one who does the pitching to the investors. I'm the guy who sits there building the crazy stuff and running the team of engineers. So you'd have to ask Brent about exactly what it is that he says. But I will say that there are other people trying to transform entertainment out there. If you go out right now, you can see all sorts of news articles about people opening VR, uh, uh, VR, I don't know, even know what you call them, VR arcades, right? There are things like Dave and Buster's. There are all sorts of specialized places where people have fun. What we're doing is we're building a whole new concept here that brings different types of entertainment all under one roof. There will be VR. We love VR, but there's also story rooms, which are like high tech versions of escape rooms. There's going to be a crazy bar with a robot bartender making people's people drinks. There's just such a wide variety of different fun, new things in this place. You mentioned that you're not the guy pitching the investors. So <laughs> what is your role? What's your title? What is it that you do every day? So I, I describe myself as our mad inventor. And in, indeed, my business cards actually do say that because, uh, yeah, because I, I put that on there. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd to the core. Uh, my background is in robotics. Uh, I have quite a bit of experience with sort of traditional webby technologies and uh, a growing experience with theater and uh, just general entertainment. And I try and bring all those things together to create experiences that people are going to love. So uh, one thing I'm particularly excited about right now is what we call Club Zero One, our interactive game show theater. And any visitor to this game show theater, they're going to walk in, they're going to sit down at, a, at a, a, an interactive touchscreen at their table. There'll be a hundred seats in this space. And you'll be part of a game show. There'll be a host up on stage running the show, an entertainer who can captivate the audience. And everyone's a part of it. There's nowhere else where you can have that kind of experience. And because this is brand new, we have to build everything from scratch. Mm -hmm. We have to figure out how you even think about a show which has uh, comedy elements and show elements and interactivity and bringing people up on stage and sending them back off the stage. All these sorts of things require a lot of thought and design and engineering. And I get to do a lot of that. And it's really fun. And at the same time, I got a thousand other projects in the park <laughs> that I'm overseeing. And uh, it's just a great time to be building stuff. Sounds like there's a lot of proven elements to it, but you're bringing them together in new ways. 
That's true. Uh, there are so many talented people out there building such cool stuff from VR and uh, uh, escape rooms and immersive theater and new kinds of arcade games. And we have an opportunity to bring all those other creative people together and, you know, present a cohesive package to guests who come through our door. Do you think it's an accident that you're in L.A.? <laughs> this is the sort of thing that could only come into being in L.A., but we know that it will succeed everywhere because mm -hmm. this kind of entertainment just gets gets at people. People all over the world right now are getting increasingly frustrated with the fact that their only entertainment options are on their phone or maybe on their computers or consoles at home. They want to go out. They want to meet their friends. They want to get together. They want to stand elbow to elbow and play together. And we're, we're giving that to them. Yeah, there's definitely something missing in the uh, in gaming where it, it isolates people or it's become isolating. I'm, back in when you're a kid, you play Shoots and Ladders or Monopoly. I love Shoots and Ladders. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite game? Uh, Shoots and Ladders is actually a pretty good one. <laughs> now, the reason that's on my mind is I'm, I'm, I'm kind of building a version of that right now. My favorite game? Oh, that's a tough one. You know, I have to think about it. It's not that important. <laughs> I'm actually more interested in how has L.A. helped your company? It's been incredibly valuable to be here in L.A. And, and even particularly where we are in L.A. We're in downtown. We're at the intersection of the 10 and the 5. And the 10 runs straight down to Venice. And there's lots of high-tech web, you know, web 2.0, Silicon Beach down there. And then you go up the 5 and you get to Burbank, which is where all the movies are made. And you have this confluence of people who can build things with their hands and program things with their fingers, you bring those together under one roof and you can make some amazing stuff. Awesome. Yeah. And how long have you been around? Because this is, I know this has been percolating for a long time. So Brent and I have been starting companies together for now almost 10 years. The very first company that we started was this concept. But as we've discovered time and time again, we've been, uh, you know, maybe ahead of the game a couple too many times. Uh, Two-Bit Circus has been around now, I guess, for six years. And in that time, we've done so many different things. We ran a carnival. We brought high-tech entertainment to other people's events. We did software consulting. Like, we've done a million different things. Um, yeah. It's interesting to see that it's evolved over time. That seems, is that something, have you, you've learned a lot through the process? Is that how, you know, what have you learned through that process? Um, one thing I think we've learned uh, as part of this two bit circus experience is, is how to build a team that's productive and creative and doesn't get mired in bureaucracy, but can still create products that, that, you know, stand up to the, the kind of onslaught they're going to take. You would not believe the kind of damage that kids and drunk people can do, <laughs> right? You got to design for that. Hopefully stuff. they're not the same, the kids and the drunk people. If, if that happens, we've done something terribly wrong, but, but <laughs> both of them are, are, are pretty destructive. So being in LA, what, what resources, you know, you talk about these great resources from uh, Silicon beach and Hollywood, et cetera. Can, do you have any suggestions on how you might tap into those? Are there particular organizations that you interact with or? Yes, it's helpful to it's helpful to be friends with connected people, I think. That's the resource. Brent's, Brent's your resource. Brent is my resource. Brent is one of the most connected people I know. I am a workaholic who is always behind a keyboard, and uh, I'm trying to change that. Well, you have kids now. so that's... I have a two-year-old, so uh, yeah, it makes it a little harder to change. <laughs> Are there any particular tech companies or talent that get you excited or inspires you in L.A.? 
you know, LA has been home to the movie industry for a long time. And the movie industry has been such a hotbed of, of innovation in built in, in new ways of building stuff, even temporary stuff. I'm always fascinated by how sets are build built. It's, it's just such a cool process. Um, and at the same time, the games industry has exploded in LA over the past 15, 20 years, I guess. Um, and, and seeing how those two industries are learning from one another is super cool. It's very cool. So what's next for Tuba Circus? Well, Tubit Circus is opening up a micro amusement park that's consuming every ounce of of our of our our brain power right now, and we hope to scale this universe wide. <laughs> what if you had one question or one one request of the community as you're trying to launch the amusement park and then scale it? What would that What would that ask be? This amusement park is unlike any other. We say that there is an SDK for this amusement park. We have built this place so that all our creative friends and partners all around the world, but specifically in LA can come in and prototype and show off fun things that they're building. We realize that we're surrounded by some of the most creative people in the world here. And, uh, we're creating a suite of tools that allows all those creative people to show off their stuff in the best way possible, surrounded by guests who are having a good time And so we want you to come and we want you to think about how you could contribute the thing you've always wanted to build. If only you had a venue to show it off Mm. and, and we want to help you bring that to life into bit circus and show it off in front of people who are there to have a good time. Very cool. This, we ask every episode now, if you have one favorite tool that you use that you want to share with other people that they might want to learn about. Oh my goodness. This list could go on and on Doesn't have to be and one. on. I'm going to share three. Can I share three? Sure. Okay. I'm going to share three. All right. <laughs> um, I, I, I love uh, doing CAD. I do a lot of CAD. I do a lot of mechanical design. Um, and I use Rhino 3D, which is one of my favorite tools. And I, I combine that with, uh, with, with good uh, Rhino Cam. Rhino Cam is the software that I use to send those designs to my my giant CNC mill and my router. And those tools together are awesome. They let me build things really quickly, which is one of the things that makes me successful. I can script them in Python, and that's number two. Python, it may not surprise many of you, is still the best friggin' programming language in the entire world, and I use it for almost everything. Uh, and the third tool is a piece of show control software, which is, seems like an unexpected choice called QLab. I love QLab. It's, it's uh, popular in the theater community. Cool. And what it lets me do is it lets me uh, orchestrate video and audio. And in my case, other tools that I've written and sequence them like I'm writing a show. And that's what I'm doing. I'm building shows. I'm building entertainment. And so by combining all, all of that stuff together, um, the, the, we're, we're doing some fun stuff. Awesome. So how can people learn more about Tubit Circus? Well, we're going to be opening soon. We're going to be opening in the summer and, and we hope you will be inundated with messaging about this opening part. <laughs> uh, we want you to come. We want you to show up. We have beta nights uh, and we will, we will be doing you know, sort of soft opening sorts of things. And, and we would love people in the tech community to come on our website and see the kinds of events that we have planned, not necessarily all open to the public, but get in contact with us uh, because we're going to be opening uh, spaces for people early 
to get in, see the stuff, and possibly be a part of the fun. Web URL, social media? 2bitcircus.com. And social media, I assume, I know we must be on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) He's not the business guy. I'm I'm not, I'm not on Facebook, so you'll have to find us on. (laughs) Wait, there there are other social media uh, platforms as well. I assume you're 2bit circus on uh, Twitter. Look, we're 2bit circus on everything that it's possible to create a handle on, but just just, find it. Just, just search it. You'll find (laughs) us. It's not hard to find. It's not hard to find. (laughs) It was awesome chatting. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks for having me, Z. And I'm excited to see what happens with uh, with your amusement park. Can't wait to have you play. Hey! If you want to hear more from Eric Rabin and his co-founder, Brent Bushnell, check out our conversation on the Art of Manufacturing podcast. We have about an hour-long chat, all sorts of things about innovation and and how to, how to make and how to prototype. And uh, the podcast is a behind-the-scenes look at how entrepreneurs who make stuff are trying to make it in their industries. Tune in at artofmfg.com or search for The Art of Manufacturing on your favorite podcast player. This is Z Holly in for Esprit Devora. Thanks for tuning in to We Are LA Tech. We Are LA Tech is independently funded by the community. We couldn't make this happen without your support. If you too want to contribute to We Are LA Tech and see us making the podcast, building the mobile apps, creating the events year after year, consider contributing at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash We Are LA Tech. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.